Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, we're going to get into a recap of Kentucky's um, home opener in the SEC against Missouri. Kentucky ends up defeating Missouri 90-77. And overall, um, I was satisfied with the victory. And the reason why is because after the game that they played in Florida, um, it was a tough game for them. It probably took a little bit out of them mentally. Um, they were uh, an underdog against Florida, and they played bad in the first half. And, um, you know, they did just enough to keep from getting blown out. Then uh, it probably took a lot out of them, but they um, they rallied at halftime. They played better. They put together a second half and ended up barely just barely squeaking it out against Florida. So after all of that, I was a little worried about this game because you know how they like to say um, there's trap games. Well, I thought this had the potential to be a trap game just because, um, you know, just just trying to see how they would bounce back. And, uh, you know, they took care of business at home. They didn't really play great, I will say that, but they played good enough. Um They ended up shooting 50% from the floor, I think. Uh, They had 14 assists. Um, They did did end up with three blocks. Um, But that's one of the things I would like to see more of. We still just don't have a dominant defensive presence around the glass. Um, And I thought collectively uh, when we started to get Bradshaw and Onyenzo back, that we would uh, turn into a dominant uh, defensive presence um, or a dominant defensive team and have a, a, you know, nice rim protection. Um, But it just hasn't really uh, clicked the way that I thought it would. Um, So we just got to take it uh, one step at a time, uh, piece by piece. And collectively as a team, we just got to get better because we don't really have superior defenders. We don't have those super defensive um playmakers um probably the best overall is Reed Shepard because he's a decent on the ball a decent on ball defender um he gets his hands um you know gets his hands in on his uh offensive player and wears him to death strips the balls occasionally shoots the passing lane so overall Reed Shepard is the best defender we have um especially when you include that he does you know he he tries to to bang and get some um some rebounds for us and we need every every bit of it um but overall we just don't have those strong rim protectors uh like I figure we may have um we have potential Aaron Bradshaw has potential Anyenzo has potential but right now they probably just don't have enough game experience and instinctively I think um Bradshaw is more of an offensive player, and um, he's uh, starting to play better, um, get better each game with more reps offensively. But um, defensively, he's still got a decent ways to go. And as far as Anyenzo's concerned, I think Anyenzo has potential to become an elite defender, but um, I think instinctively he just hasn't learned um, how to place himself uh, around the, um, you know, around the basket and how to, um, you know, rotate defensively to get some blocks off of help uh, defense and 
things like that. So I think uh, once he gets uh, better instincts from probably having more playing time, he could potentially become a better shot blocker. But right now, we just uh, kind of lacking that. But, you know, as as usual, offensively, we play pretty good. Like I said, we shot um, 84% from uh, the free throw line. So the one thing that um, Kentucky just keeps uh, showing us over and over is that they can play offense. Um, Rob Dillingham, obviously, he had 23 points tonight. Um didn't really have very many assists. You know, he usually has four to five uh, assists. He only had two tonight, two rebounds. But he was three for three from the uh, three-point line and eight for ten from the free throw line. So, overall, he played an outstanding game. Um, and uh, Aaron Bradshaw contributed a solid game. I mean, it wasn't outstanding, but he gave us a nice ten and, um, and six rebounds. Like I said, I just want to see uh, – Bradshaw start to pick it up on defense because I think that's the one thing that's um keeping him from going to the next level because I think he's starting to get more comfortable offensively like uh we've seen um you know he's uh he's he's able to stretch the floor a little bit hit the mid-range jumper um and occasionally give you a three uh he didn't hit a three tonight but um he looked really good uh once again shooting the mid-range jumper um so once we get him where he can give us a strong 8 to 10 rebounds consistently and another 10 points, I think, um, you know, uh, he can definitely uh, take the team to the next level once he gets to that uh, level of play. DJ Wagner had an outstanding game. Uh, DJ Wagner, uh, I think his shot selection is getting a little bit better. Um, you know, he... Obviously, he was struggling shooting the three earlier in the season, but I think he's more selective when he takes his threes now. And I think overall, just his confidence um, is just much higher than it was in the beginning of the season. I think he's finally found his level of comfort. Um, and uh, shouts out to Calipari for continuing to uh, start Wagner and Edwards through their struggles. Um, you know, he, he was – I got to give – I got to give Calipari a lot of credit how he's managed the team so far because to have guys like Rob Dillingham and Reed Shepard coming off the bench and um, continue to have confidence, continue to play for the team when they could have easily uh, been upset and, you know, they could have wanted to transfer. Um, they could have easily, you know, let their egos get the best of them and to, you know, to the detriment of the team. And um, they both just stayed positive. Um, Reed Shepard didn't have the greatest offensive game tonight, but obviously, you know, he had four assists. He still just, um, he makes stuff happen. He might not score that many points, but, um, you know, he gets in the lane and makes stuff happen for other people. You know, he's, any given uh, time, you know, he might get in the middle, and um, if he doesn't pull up for his mid-range jumper, he can, uh, throw it up there for some of our big dudes like he did tonight with Bradshaw and give Bradshaw a couple of easy opportunities. So, um, you know, those two guys um, coming off the bench always sparked the team. But uh, back to DJ, I'm just – I'm getting um, more and more confidence in DJ. He's playing more steady. Um, you know, he's five for eight tonight, one for two for three. 
and five for seven from the free throw line. Um, he only had three assists, but I was really uh, happy with DJ's play. DJ just, um, the thing that I love about DJ is DJ just finds a way to get to the basket. Um, he's one of those guys that uh, even if um, he seems like he's cut off, uh, he just knows how to uh, maneuver his way around people uh, when he's going to the basket. So he might start off uh, going down the lane on the left side, and then he might uh, Euro step in the middle and end up on the right side, laying the ball up with his right hand, uh, you know, off of the wrong foot. Like he just has that type of ability. Him and Rob Dillingham, um, they just have a good maneuverability uh, going to the hole, and DJ is really uh, starting to figure it out. And, um, He's uh he's just getting better. So shouts out to DJ for continuing to work hard. Justin Edwards is the one that um we just keep waiting for Edwards to just have that breakout game and and he's making small steps. Um, you know they said that Calipari was saying that uh you know he's this close to making a nice jump in his game and um I think he's the one that um he's in the tough position because. The small forward position just over the last couple of years just hasn't um, been able to find their way in the game as easy as you would think, um, especially with all the guard play that we have. Uh, he just kind of seems to be the one that gets lost in the sauce. But I will say this. I, I think that um, he's hustling. Uh, he's playing hard. He's just making a little bit of mistakes. Um, I think sometimes he's rushing. Um you know, just thinking too hard when he's playing and some of the passes that he makes and stuff. He's a little lazy with that. But um offensively, uh I just um uh, I just want him to stay focused, stay locked in, um, keep working on his game because once he gets it, I think he's gonna be almost, you know, unguardable. And if he can hopefully for Kentucky, he can get it together, polish it this year while he can actually help our team. Um because it'd be a shame for us to not uh, be able to capitalize off his talents uh, this year. And because I do think um, a few years down the road when he's in the NBA, I think he's going to be a nice player. Um, he's got all the tools that you want to be successful. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, he'll he'll figure it out and the game will slow down for him. And um, then he'll be able to, uh, you know, really break out and really give us that boost that we need because um, – I do think uh, once Bradshaw gets uh, better defensively and Edwards finds his rhythm offensively, I do think that they can go to the next level. They can be that championship caliber team that we all hope. It's just defensively, you know, that's pretty much the only thing that worries me about this team. Um, offensively, we're just going to have enough guys to where even when we have uh, Justin Edwards that didn't play great or – offensively Reed Shepard didn't really give us as much as we was expecting we still had um Dillingham over 20 Trey Mitchell over 20 Reeves at 14 DJ at 16 Bradshaw with a 10 piece so we still always probably going to have enough guys to get us close to 90 points um unless we just really playing bad offensively uh we probably going to do 80 to 90 so um we steady there it's just defensively, um, we got to stay locked in because we had moments during this game where uh, Missouri was just keeping it close, keeping it close, keeping it close, and probably they just got wore down. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing about Kentucky. Offensively, they got enough guys to outlast you. Um, 
So you got to have energy to run and, and, and keep scoring with Kentucky. And I think uh, Missouri just doesn't have enough guys. They don't have enough depth to uh, maintain the pace and um, play with the same level of energy that Kentucky has. But, um, you know, earlier in the game at some points, they was um, they was playing Kentucky pretty well. So, um, like I said, that's just the one thing that scares me about this team is just I just got to see them lock in defensively. If they can become like a top 10 level team in the country, uh, I definitely think they can easily win the championship. That will be the only thing that could stop them, in my opinion, was if they just don't become a great defensive team. Um, but before I wrap this up, I definitely uh, want to give a little love to Tone uh, first. Um you know, Tone hit all his free throws. He he was garbage from the three tonight, which you don't hardly ever see him miss all of his threes. Um, he was 0 for 5, but he still ended up with uh, 14 points, um, six rebounds. Like I said, I'm really um, – I like to see Reeves doing other things besides just score. Um, yeah, I would like to see him shoot the ball a little better. He was 3 for 9. Um, ended up with 14 points because he did uh, make all of his free throws, um, eight for eight. But I really uh, love when I see uh, him rebounding the ball. I love to see him lock in on defense. Um, you know, he ain't really make too many plays for other people, but I just like to see Reeves focus on being more versatile because um, that's where I think he can help us because um, I definitely, um, you know, we definitely need his scoring, um, but I think that's always going to be there. I just like to see him um, completing his game because um, that's what's going to help him if he wants to play at the next level. He's going to have to become a little bit more complete. He's going to at least have to be a 3 and D guy. So, um, you know, always good to see Reeves get um, six rebounds. You know, it's, you know, really helpful to the team. But I want to save the best for last. Like I said, my guy Trey Mitchell. Uh, Trey Mitchell has just been one of uh, – the best uh, blessings that this team could have because he's one of the last players that we got to pick up. Um, somebody that I wasn't even anticipating having on the team. Um, and man, do we need him to, uh, and he has just been uh, great for this team. I can't say enough about how much I appreciate just um, his level of calmness when he's out on the court um, seems to always play under control uh, doesn't make too many mistakes, but doesn't try to overdo it. Um, play make for other people um, with the three assists. He definitely always crashing the glass for us. Um, 14 rebounds. And um, I'd be happy if we could get a solid six to eight from him, but he's giving us 14 tonight along with the 20 points. Um, just our most consistent guy. One of the most consistent players we've had in a while, to be honest. Um, you could pretty much count on... Um, Mitchell to give us steady play. He ain't really had too many bad games. Um, but, yeah, man, he's just um, – he's the guy that makes me feel more comfortable because, yes, we do have young, talented freshmen as always. But I feel like in today's new modern era of transfer portal, NIL, uh, collegiate basketball, I feel like you got to have a few guys like Trey – on your team if you really want to stand a chance to win um because you just need guys that um are comfortable out there that um are not going to get overwhelmed 
are going to stay pretty much even keel, not get too emotional. And that's what Trey does. Trey, I kind of feel like Trey just gives off the big brother uh, vibe to the rest of the team. And he's just always going to be one of those guys that they can look at and see, like, is Trey, uh, how is Trey feeling about this situation? Is he calm? Is he comfortable? And they can just kind of, like, play off of whatever his emotional state is. Uh, so, you know, like I said, uh, you know, he played 40 minutes tonight, uh, but uh, he had to, uh, and he got it done for a coach tonight, 6 uh, for 11 from the floor, um, 2 for 6 for 3, 6 for 6 for free throw. Like I said, Kentucky shot the free throw. They shot really well tonight, uh, but 14 rebounds and 20 points. Um, so, like I said, shouts out to Trey, man, uh, the most consistent player that we had all season and um, leading the way, leading the young men. Hopefully uh, leading them to a championship. But, you know, we got to take it one uh, game at a time. Like I said, um, I was a little worried because I felt like this could be a trap game. But the guys came out and they did handle business. And hopefully uh, they got a lot that they can uh, take away from this game. They can learn and get better um, and uh, keep the momentum going, man. But anyways, I'm going to go on and wrap it up right there. I've already went a little longer than I anticipated. Um, I didn't go live tonight because I wanted to wrap it up kind of quick because I was tired and um, I got to get up early. I get up at five in the morning and, and get to work, man. So uh, hopefully, like I said, uh, I'll start trying to figure out how to get some more live sessions in with you guys because I love actually talking to you guys in real time and um, hearing you guys' opinion. I love... Uh, you know, the family atmosphere that we've created and getting to hear you guys tell me what's up. But anyways, let me know what you thought about the game. Uh, was you shocked? Was you scared like I was? And uh, we'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.